Hi, good evening, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Traders Talk Time podcast in Traders of Ninja. Okay, and this is episode number three. Today, we got a guest, okay, whom I really look forward to interviewing tonight because like not only I picked up quite a few things from him and I want to delve deeper into his brain, know like what he sees, how he sees that, Okay, what's his psychology? What's his mentality into trading? So with us tonight, we have, as you know, like his handle goes by Goofy's Rawrex. Okay, so Goofy is a great trader, like I mentioned. He has been trading roughly about six years. I personally have known him roughly about a year and a half. I have been following him. And over the last few months, okay, I have been getting more and more keen on the way he trades. So with six years of trading experience under his belt, Kufi has not only honed his skills primarily in like large caps and indexes, he is also delving in futures. And trust me, he is just killing futures and more specifically NQ futures. Like I am trying to learn like what's the secret sauce, getting a little bit of here and there with the catch up and that but we want the hot sauce, the insights. Okay, his inside track, what he's doing. Now, what I found out from my side is that Goofy not only has a very unique trading philosophy, okay, he doesn't dive into trades blindly like most professional traders, they have a plan, okay. His plans are very elaborate, okay. It's almost like he knows where the market is going, okay. So we want to find out like, how he does that, okay, what are his secrets. So let's get started. So welcome on board, GoofyZRX. Hey, thank you for having me, my brother. Most welcome. So the very first question I ask everybody, can you share your personal journey, how you got into trading? And I know very well, okay, that you do have like not one, like you were doing like two jobs at a time, right? So what got you started? What got you motivated in this journey? Uh, so the way I started trading was when COVID hit. When COVID hit, um, I was, you know, typical. My job is a cook, chef, whatever you want to call it. Everything shut down. So I had to look for an alternative income. So that being said, I had a friend who was working construction. I was like, uh, that was my way to go in and make my extra money since the kitchen was closed and all that. So that being said, throughout that uh, journey of working construction, I started seeing everyone uh, starting to learn a new skill, which was trading. And I actually had a friend that was telling me about trading. He was, he was like, you should give this a try and this and that. And I'm pretty sure that that friend was Alpha, who is our CEO or founder, whatever you want to call him for our discord. And that's pretty much how I got started into trading it. And when I first started the whole training, I honestly went in blindly like everyone else or everyone knew going into something new. And once I started like knowing more about this whole trading, it got me really hooked, really interested. You know, um, I never really went, to college or anything like that. I just did my high school, finished my 12 years, got my high school diploma, went straight to working. 
And that's when I started to trade, you know? Great. So you're just like another self-taught trader like most of us here. Yep, I'm just another average person working jobs and trying to make that extra income. Absolutely. I can totally relate to you. Okay. I got into trading after like immigrating to a new country, starting all over again. Okay. The crunch for the extra income when you start life all over again. Yeah. So as most of you know, my journey. So that's there. Now, very curious about this. So I believe like you are still having a job while you are managing your trading activities, right? Okay. So how do you balance between the two? And this is a question I ask everyone because I often face this dilemma myself. Okay. What time to trade? What time to work? Because I do have a nine to five job. So I'd be very curious to know your answer. Um, so the one thing about working two jobs and trying to be able to trade on the side, you kind of have to have that steady, like, um, how can you say, um, like a routine, you know? So that being said, with me working two jobs and now that my kid's back and he's uh, started school, typically I'm up around, I would say five, five thirty in the morning. And that being said, I like to look at things in the morning, especially for stocks. I'll look at like whatever's moving for pre-market movers. And recently, I did just start to focus more a little bit on NQ, which is the futures. And that being said, I have found sort of my rhythm um, with the futures with it being um tradable almost 24 24 7 throughout the weekdays you know Yep, absolutely. I mean, like with a one hour gap, you can basically trade 23 hours a day nonstop. Although we do have our uh, volume periods and the volatilities. yeah and that being said with futures it's, it makes it a lot more easier for someone who's working two jobs because let's say you can easily make yourself a good 500 bucks before let's say market open or even after you're done working in the evening, you can make yourself a quick buck. It, you're not focusing throughout the intraday, like when you're trading stocks or stuff like that. And especially if you're like trading NQ or like ES, we find literally liquidity like in most periods of the day. Unlike like at times when volume just dies down on penny stocks. Yep, exactly. And, um, you know, with futures, everything moves on the U.S. market, the China market, the uh, U.K. market and all that stuff. So you'll see little pops here every now and then when those markets open up. Yep, true. Very true. So Goofy, like, seems like you got like great time management skills, right? Like, we just learned that you have a young kid who's going to school. You have a full-time job, which you have to tend to. Okay. And you trade as well. Okay. And I can attest to that, that you trade very successfully from what I have seen of your NQ trades over the last few weeks, at least. Okay. So how do you manage, I mean, like your time management techniques and what strategies you mainly use, okay, to make the best of the limited time that you spend in market? Uh, so the way that I handle it is just, I do everything 
for futures, I mainly do it in the morning. And um, that's basically how I go by. The, and the way that I go by is just bringing in the knowledge that I've learned throughout trading stocks and putting that towards perspective into the futures. Because um, recently, if it wasn't, I believe you're the one that brought the whole futures into the whole discord. And I got really interested into learning into learning that futures trading, that being said, that I've already learned how to trade stocks, uh, penny stocks, options, and all that. So I wanted to learn a little bit more to bring to the table to our Discord family. That's great. Okay. So one thing that I get often asked, okay, being part of the Alpha family, okay, when I do my regular sessions or like when like people ask, is like, why is your goal so small? Okay, like if you make a thousand a day or at times even like 500, you quit trading. Okay, so my answer to that always is like, well, I have my targets and I try to set them realistic. I believe from what I have seen of you, it's very much the same, right? So what can you share with our listeners in Traders Hub Ninza about setting realistic expectations, setting realistic goals from trading, especially when you're not doing it full-time. Yeah, that being said, that I'm not um, trading full-time yet, still working two jobs. The way that I put this whole trading into perspective is, let's say if a person's making $20 an hour, right, and they're working eight hours a day, that's what, $160 Correct. a day. And most people might not even get paid $20 an hour, so you want to put it that into perspective while you're trading. Let's say if you're trading small caps, options, or futures, and you make, let's say, $200 a day, you've already done a day's of work in less than those eight hours. So um, not being a full-time trader, you know, you want to focus on that, uh, those eight hours that you would put in on a typical day job very true and the other thing is like about compounding gains right i mean like if you're earning consistently 200 bucks a month sorry 200 bucks a day and you keep on compounding that i mean like at the end of the month like you literally double your capital if you're starting with like four thousand or five thousand bucks yep exactly so that's that's kind of what you want to put into perspective when you're working a job and not trading full-time you know you want to be able to make extra money and then not worry about, you know, <clears throat> those eight hours like if you would have worked. Because if you're on your day off and you make that 200, 500 or 1000 that day, you've already made, let's say, a paycheck already. Absolutely. A week's salary. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and that's what you got to put into perspective. Yep. And one thing I would like to highlight, okay, that I have often noticed you mentioning to people like, don't overtrade, okay, or walk away when you are up, okay. I really love that concept. I try to practice it myself a lot, okay. So touching on that, can you like share your experiences? What made you learn that and what makes you preach it to everyone, okay, not to overtrade or learning when to walk away? Uh, so the reason why I say don't overtrade or don't go above and beyond is because I've been there. I've been there where 
let's say on an option call, let's say if I'm in at a contract at $50, $50 per contract and the contract goes up to 100 and I have multiple contracts, that greed is when it kicks in and you're like, okay, I want more, I want more. But in reality, you've already doubled your money. So why are you going to risk it and lose it and lose that profit? And then on top of that, you're going to lose your capital. Absolutely. Green is green. I think like this yeah, is the, one of the very first things we need to learn. Yep. So about risk management, especially for like part-time traders. Okay. Because like most of the subscribers in Trader Sub Ninja or in Alpha Stocks Lab are people like us, right? Who have a full-time job. Okay. Trade on the side when they get time or on off days. So for, especially for the part-time traders, What's your insight about risk management? Or can you share some of the strategies that you particularly use for yourself? Uh, so strategies that have helped me wise is learning how to read the way the candles move into creating patterns. That's how I've been focusing on a lot more on how uh, the charts have been moving. And once those... Once you start to notice patterns and, and how the candles are moving, that's when you will um, make your move, make your money, and be out. Great. And what about risk management? When would you actually look into cutting a trade? I know like each trade you go in, you have a plan. So if you can share a bit with us like how you set that plan even before going into a trade, and how you execute that would be great for our listeners in Traders Hub. Yeah, so um, one thing that has helped me, especially with futures and options, is if you have a setup that you're looking at and you see that it's going your way, the way that I like to do is I'll st I'll start in small, and once it's confirmed, or I will start to size up. And once I've hit my PT, I will scale out of, let's say, if I put in 100 bucks and I make that 100 bucks, I will take that out, take my profits, and I will leave, let's say, one or two free runners to see if the movement is going to keep going up. If not, I would just cut it and take my profits and run. There's no need to risk your profits. Absolutely. And sometimes do you just play with your profits on riskier trades, like already when you have made for the day, okay, do you take a small portion of that, try in more trades or you totally walk away? I totally just walk away. Cause I mean, like I said, if I've made 500 to a thousand bucks a day, that's my days of work and I don't need to overtrade. There's no need to, I'll just walk away. And most likely most of the time I am done by noon o'clock. Absolutely. Okay. I fully agree with you. Okay. Sometimes personally, I do still get the itch to trade more. So at those times, okay, what I do is like, I take just one contract of MES or MNQ and just to see like what happens. And trust me, like whenever I feel like I really have to do this, okay, force myself after having a good day, that small contract usually doesn't work out. Okay. So that is something that is very important for our, our listeners to learn when to walk away. Exactly. Yep. 
So having traded quite a few years now, okay. So how was your learning curve like? Like, let's say if we break it down to since COVID, right? So that's about five to six years now. So yeah. how do you break down over the years, like your progress, okay, the improvements that you see in yourself? <clears throat> so the way that I see my progress is that, like I mentioned before, I went in blindly trading, not knowing nothing about stocks, not, not knowing about uh, candles, patterns, or the way anything or knowing anything about the stocks or the company and stuff like that. So that being said, you want to sort of intrigue yourself more and how stuff moves just like um it's like if you're riding a bike you know you're you got your training wheels you want to yeah. learn how to ride just on two wheels so you you're gonna take those steps to learn how to ride that bike same thing with trading you're gonna train yourself to learn how the market is moving to learn patterns that is going to help you as a trader to take those trades and become a successful trader. Great. And do you have any favorite patterns that you basically is your go-to pattern or you found more successes with those, especially in terms of like where you're finding success now in 10Q? So the one thing that's helped me, especially with trading futures is finding support and resistance and just finding how the candles are moving um one thing with futures is that you'll see little consolidations and then you'll see little flags or let's say bull flags bear flags and stuff like that so once you in your mind it's already like inputted after so many um screen time it's like a muscle memory yeah it's like a muscle memory where you just see it and you're like okay I'm starting to see this. And then if I get this candle here, that's going to be my move up or down. And that's where you're, you're anticipating that to just bank on that. Great. So, yep, absolutely. I mean, like our listeners are mostly like getting into trading or have been trading just a few years, just getting their feet on the ground. So these insights are really helpful. Okay. And the other thing with Trader Sub Ninja, as you all know, like it's a great place to have all different resources together. Okay. So any particular specific indicators or tools that you would recommend for our listeners? Um, I would just recommend for you to find your game plan because not every one is the same every trader is different um everyone's gonna have a different game plan so just find what works best with for you exactly that's a great answer i mean like i personally keep on telling people that if that my strategy works very well for me there is no assurance that the same strategy is going to work for you as well okay exactly. so yep so you have to find your game about that right so Traders Hub Ninja is a great platform in that way. Like there is a hell lot of resources out there. Okay, a he personalized indicators, a huge collection of educational materials and videos. It's a one-stop shop. Okay, so that's a great place to start your learning journey. Okay, so some of the very last questions, okay, add, which are more of interest to me. How do you manage your emotional balance? Like, definitely like all of us here you definitely have we wish it's as less as possible but definitely there are bad days right 
So how do you manage? Because trading can be extremely taxing emotionally, right? There is the emotional price we pay to it, which nobody sees. So how do you balance that? I totally agree that um sometimes when you're trading, especially when you're new, you will get emotional. And that's one thing that you have to control. Every trader, every successful trader tells you that do not trade with your emotions. Like if you have something going on in your, in your life, your relationship or anything, if you're upset or let's say sad or whatever, don't, don't trade because you will make mistakes like that and just go into the market with a clear set mind very true like even if you don't sleep properly at night okay for one night for some reason i mean like on days like that i literally either avoid trading or size very small yeah because i mean if you're emotional about anything you will make mistakes and believe me when you're in that emotional state of mind and you start to see uh, your money being lost or going down or, or your trades going negative, you're just going to get more frustrated and frustrated and you're just going to try to revenge trade. And that's where you're just going to lose all your capital. And that's the one thing that we try to help these traders not to do is not to trade with your emotions. Gotta agree more with you. Okay, revenge trading is literally like digging your own grave. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So thanks a lot, Goofy, for all the insights that you have shared. Okay. That definitely will help our listeners a lot. And any final words for the aspiring traders in Trader Sub Ninja? Or uh, how so, they can become like you, so successful? So, I mean, the one thing that I would say is just just have that will to learn. You want to... You wanna be a successful trader, you have to take the time out of the day to be able to, let's say, read books, read, uh, spend time on your laptop, reading charts, just going over a whole bunch of charts, trying to learn patterns, the way candles have been moving throughout the day. And believe me, it, it might be uh, frustrating to, you know, just be doing that every day and every day. But it's just going to become a brain muscle to you where you're going to be instantly to spot um, patterns in the market. And that is going to help you out a lot. Believe me, because um, I've had my first share of losses. I've blown multiple accounts and stuff like that, just doing blindly. But we do have a couple uh, books that I recommend um, in the Discord that have helped me out personally to find those chart patterns and to control your emotions during trading because anything is possible in the market. You have to adapt to the market every day, every second, every hour, anything is possible. Absolutely. And even your best late trading plans can be blown in like just one second, right? So exactly. you just so, have to take it on the chin and walk away. Yeah. yeah. Just take it to the chin. I mean, you might go in with a game plan, but the market might have a different, um answer for that so you have to adjust your game plan right there on that moment and believe me that that will help you out a lot if you learn how to adjust your game plan and just go forward absolutely thanks a lot goofy okay it was extremely pleasurable talking to you and learning more from you okay i'm sure our listeners in trader sub ninja can definitely benefit on this as well as in alpha stock labs okay so Great 
Okay. I had a wonderful time chatting up here with you. Thank you for having me, man. It was a real pleasure to um be here and hopefully maybe in the future we talk more about uh more stuff and help. We those, would love to have you as guests again nope. and again. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so have a good night, everyone. Thank you once again for listening to us.